Fall is here, there's a chill in the air, and the Anomaly Film Festival is right around the corner. It's November 8th through the 12th at the Little Theater in Rochester, New York. Check it out at AnomalyFilmFest.com. It's the fifth year of showing the best in independent genre films, action, sci-fi, horror, dark comedy, and really whatever else that you wouldn't get a chance to see on the big screen. It's Anomaly Film Fest at the Little Theater, November 8th through 12th, AnomalyFilmFest.com. Mixed version of Behind the Glass. And we're calling it Beyond. We're calling it Beyond the Glass. Beyond the Glass. And Richard's yeah. learning how to use an actual microphone an instead actual, of a uh, instead of a portable <laughs> mic. It's a whole new challenge for you. It's a whole new challenge. Yeah, <laughs> whole new challenge. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm definitely turning off the no- noise gate. Yeah. Because you keep on spinning around your chair. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, this is why we have the little portable mic for me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have my fidget cube. I, I can't, you know, I, I'm trying to keep still. But yeah, everything's new right now. So uh, yeah, we have a, a special episode today. A little, you know, a short little snippet of uh, some, um, a little talk right now. A little beyond the glass, uh, uh, short and sweet episode we want to bring to you guys. And we want to uh, just... Uh, uh, bring you guys something different, uh, a little, a uh, little snack, bite-sized uh, version. Snacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's uh, something we've been talking about a lot. As uh, what we're growing here in town with the Lunchware Podcast Network is, you know, it's a lot of work scheduling all the interviews. I mean, these guys do a lot of prep for all those, and I think all of us have a lot of thoughts that you know, once a month is a little hard to get out. And with the community that they've built, is. Now we get a chance to, you know, have them talk about what they're working on, Richard and Quaje, and then, you know, the extended community of uh, behind the glass is expanding all the time. Yeah, folks are doing folks are doing some amazing things some and great things. Um, you know, this beyond the glass, you know, kind of jokingly said it, <laughs> but it, it's a it's a solid name in terms of what is happening as folks leave that space to give them, you know, you know, people are going off and curating their own shows. They're getting other opportunities to, um, you know, do freelance work or, you know, they're printing more, which I think is important. Right. So a lot of folks have come into the space, have never printed their work. And now all of a sudden they're printing and framing and, and getting into that. But also it gives us an opportunity to, you know, just check in with them and say, Hey, what, what are you working on? And, and tell us more about it and continue to, to promote, um, the good stuff. Right. And so like, yes, you're in a gallery for a month, but after the gallery, we like to, you know, stay in touch and and see what you're working on and how can we help promote, promote that. Yeah. So it may be myself, it may be just Q, maybe both of us that, you know, maybe just Chris. Yeah. We might have, uh, just might have, uh, some of the people who've been on the gallery walls show up and talk about what they're doing. And we've got, you know, the nice thing is, have people do it on a photo walk. We can have printers come in, talk about that process. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we've got, there's so much to talk about when it comes to this extended community. Yeah. Uh, this is, this, it's exciting times when it comes to what's going on with this whole group. For sure. And I just want to throw it out there again. Thank you guys for uh, donating for our January 5th reception. Uh, please, if you can uh, come out January 5th, uh, what we're doing is we're trying to bring all our artists that have uh, been in the gallery um, back to the wall so we can, um, you know, showcase them for one more time 
one big uh, curtain call so we can have all 36 artists for the year of 2023 and one big January 5th, 2024 reception. So please, if you had the time, please come down on that day, celebrate them. It's going to be a great occasion. And so, yeah, but let's talk about today. Today, uh, we're going to touch base with our fellow curator, uh, Kwaje Donnell. Uh, he had a great, <laughs> great showing. Yeah, I'm still exhausted. Oh, yeah. He's still <laughs> he's still winding down. Uh, what happened to, a couple weeks ago, my friend? Yeah, what, so, you, you know, have? it was a uh, thanks to, to Eric Lehman and Eric Koonsman and, and Mr. LeVon Shepard uh, and many other folks, you know, was able to put together a solo show um, called Spread Your Light. Uh, it was really fun to explore uh, and exhibit some of the black and white stuff that I've been working on. Um, you know, so as folks maybe knew or didn't know, you know, I kind of went into this black and white reset last year and, you know, fell back in love with, um, you know, just black and white photography, something that, you know, is where I started when I was 16, 17 year olds in a dark room. This is all digital. That was all digital work, but, you know, it kind of gave me that same like feeling of high contrast and, um, you know, really challenging you to, to see a scene. So, so, so what is it about black and white that, felt like a reset to you in um at this time versus when you were younger because when you're younger it's actually simpler in many ways to take black and whites because you get that big pop you get Mm -hmm. that big thing and it feels more dramatic even though you didn't do the work of making it dramatic yeah um but what about it like right now hit you in a way that felt like a reset i mean Partly, you know, Rochester is like prime for black and white, right? Like it's great Chester. It's the, the, the joke that I often use. But, you know, at that point, you know, folks had known my work as this colorful, uh, vibrant, you know, capturing murals, murals, uh, you know, in progress, murals at the end. Um, you know, I'd done a lot of color pieces. And so people were like, wow, this is, you know, you got a lot of color stuff going on. And, you know, I often tell the story and, and both of you have heard me say it. Um, I wasn't sure if I was seeing color the right way anymore. Mm. And so, you know, black and white was a really a good mental reset for me to challenge myself, you know, in a way in black and white, right? So being able to understand that yellow is going to show up different in black and white, red's going to show up blue, all of these colors are going to show up a little different. So, you know, kind of processing um, in that way. So it was a, it was a nice reset. It took me back to a simpler time. Uh, it took me back to being, you know, 16, 17 year olds in a, in a dark room um, and, you know, challenging in that way. Yeah. It was great too, because actually seeing the process that he had, cause you know, we would have group texts and just, you know, text between him and I, and you can see the workings of that in the beginning of the process of, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm good. I think he would say, uh, yeah, I'm going to go black or white for a while, you know, and he would shoot out a text of certain things, you know, uh, that he would shoot that primarily would be, you know, in color and whatnot. And just to see like a different side of uh, of what he would primarily shoot in color, in black and white, and just seeing that different side again, I was like, wow, actually, this is actually pretty lit. Because then, as me being now somebody seeing his work now in a different new light, I'm like, wow, you know, now <laughs> new light, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, um, plug, oh yeah, big plug. I was like, wow, you know, now I can see it, you know, as a, you know, as a viewer, you know, seeing his, you know, his work and his art, I could say, wow, I can actually bring myself into that in a new way. And um, it drew me in, you know, and and I think that's what drew a lot of people to his solo exhibit. Uh, It drew people to it because in a way, spreading your light, I think that's what drew 
people to want to be captivated to the fact that it's there's no color to it. So you're bringing your own imagination, you're bringing your own vibrancy to it by trying to, in a way, instill your own type of vision to that when you see those pictures yeah. um, on the wall, which is really great. Yeah, I watched, and I, you know, we spent a lot of time in this space, but I watched a lot of folks, like their eyes bounce a lot more than I probably saw when they were looking at color pieces. Like you saw a color, boom, 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 kind of done. But that black and white just kind of made your eyes go all over the place. And then you're stuck in a shadow and you're like, what's in a shadow? Wait a minute. Like there's something written down there. There's a, there's something subtle. Uh, and there were a couple of pieces that, you know, people pointed out something that I didn't notice at the time when I took the photo, or there were moments that I didn't notice until, you know, I processed it and looking at it on the big screen. And so being able to see what people were kind of gravitating towards was, was interesting. Um, but it also, you know, my mother-in-law came in and, you know, she's a Rochester native born and raised here. Um, and, you know, when she went around the room, she's like, I, I have never seen Rochester in this way. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate the way you you presented it in, you know, black and white. Um, mm -hmm. And that was, you know, there's a kind of a different feel to it. Yeah. So when, when you're talking about that setup for, you know, picking the things that went into the gallery, I know, you know, we talked when I was there and it was a challenge trying to narrow it down because mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's a, it's a big thing bringing it all into a full, full-fledged gallery experience which is what you what you really curated was an experience mm -hmm. you know with the uh you know with the uh the viewfinders and everything else and bringing that to the people oh yeah um but when you're talking about what's actually in the frames so how much of that was ended up being editing for you to turn in because you said it was all digital how much did it end up being an editing process for you and how much of it was just, hey, this is what it was at the moment. I'm not going to work it too much. Yeah, I I mean, people have heard me talk about editing. I'm not a fan of sitting with photos for too long in terms of editing, but I also don't want to change things too much. Um, and so the edits that are there are very minor. Um, you know, it's touching the shadow a little bit more, maybe pumping that contrast just a tad bit, maybe, you know, bringing that highlight a little bit so you can see something resonate. Uh, but really many of those moments, you know, the 26 on the wall plus what was in the, the viewfinders were mostly out of camera. Um, you know, there are a couple that, you know, yeah, I had to tweak just a, a tad bit more because the way light hit or you know, something else. Um, but it's, it's mostly in camera and that's what, I appreciate it about, you know, kind of going through that process, challenging myself in camera to say, okay, I need to, you know, fool around with the ISO a little bit, or here's a shot or whatever the case may be. Um, but it was, it was very minor. And then when we talk about the viewfinders, the viewfinders were just adding another level of that experience. And so there was an editing process of like, you know, tweaking some of those photos, but then there's also editing of a year's worth of photos um, to be 26 on a wall. So it's like 26 on a wall. I took 2000 photos. Um, so the, the viewfinders just gave people an additional experience, right? And so you come into a gallery space, everyone um, interacts with a piece the same, right? We're all looking at it and we look at it. So oh, wow, it's a really nice photo, but the viewfinders gave you a moment of intimacy uh, in terms of like, you can only see it until you hand it to someone else. And what I was doing there, one was cheating by getting more photos into the show, <laughs> but two was also giving folks a moment of reflection with me, 
right? When I'm on one of those walks, maybe I'm by myself, maybe I'm with my son. Um, but it gives you just that moment with me and you're looking at what I'm looking at for just a second and then you hand it to someone else. So that was kind of a, a fun uh, thing to add to the show. Yeah. So actually I want to throw this at Richard first. Go for it. Um, so, so I, I went to the opening to the big opening mm-hmm. event night. I know it wasn't the first night, but it was a night for everybody to show up right. and, you know, show their, show their support for, uh, for Q doing his thing over there. But for you walking into that, walking into that big opening night and seeing the crowds mm-hmm. that are there and how many are tied to behind the glass and then everything beyond that, that's, you know, the extended group of people. How, how did it feel for you walking into that, that night and seeing that kind of turnout? It's awesome because it's almost like, uh, I think, uh, what, what do we call it? We call them uh, alumni, right? We yeah, call them yeah. behind the glass alumni. Um, it's literally like a star-studded event. When we see them, and we see them at the gallery, when we see them at our receptions, it's, it's great. But when we see them at other events, it's it's really almost like a joy because um, it's almost like for me as a former high school teacher, um, when a senior would graduate and I see them, you know, <laughs> after they graduate and I see them like at Wegmans or Walmart, whatever, it was such a joy. That same feeling I get when I see them at a reception is the same way I would feel when I see them at other events and seeing them supporting other people in the Rochester area is a really great feeling because it's that inner circle that I talk about. Uh, they're, 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 they're keeping it in a way, um, just in a way building that same circle that I'm trying to build up with my own inner circle. They're trying to build it in their own little kind of avenue and I, I i really feel like in a way they're trying to instill that in their own special way in hopes that they build that and make it their own and um hopefully um it'll bridge off into other people seeing that and it hopefully makes you know a lot of people um you know building up that support for other people you know all on the line yeah and i wanted to get his because you know it's it's a bigger topic for you because yeah. you put a lot into it and you can see it in the pictures, mm-hmm. you know, capturing a lot of different angles of a lot of different angles of Rochester. Cause it wasn't one, it wasn't one thought. It was a lot of thoughts and it was a lot of angles at Rochester, but after all the stuff and even having Hefter showed it, what was it like at that opening with that amount of people? Showing yeah, it's, up? it's always, you know, I never thought of myself as a person who would be exhibiting my work, right? Mm-hmm. I capture moments. That's at, in the simplest terms. That's what I think of. I'm capturing a moment. And if people love it, that's cool. Sometimes those, that love translates to a like on social media. Sometimes it translates to a, a message by you know someone being encouraged by it. And sometimes it translates to folks showing up. And so we had a lot of different opportunities for people to come through. And yes, the opening was, you know, the kind of the culmination of that where, you know, people came out, you know, there's appetizers, there's some music. We kind of had, had this uh, playlist that I put together that was kind of inspired by, you know, the, the walks. Um, so it was cool to see people come into to that space. Richard was one of the first people to come in, not on opening night, but when we opened the doors for the first time 
uh, at the beginning of September. So it was cool yeah. for him to come back to see it. Like he didn't have to come back. He'd be like, Hey, I already saw it. I'm good. Um, <laughs> but he came back uh, several times just to kind of check it out, you know? And so to see some alum show up, but also to see, you know, Eric uh, Lehman was the curator. So he's connected to RIT. So there were a the handful of RIT folks that came through from the photo program. And I'm not a photographer who's trained in any, you know, like formal way. And so for some of those folks to come through and, and give me, you know, some really good feedback and to just show up, you know, to say, hey, I'm here to show up for Eric, but also I, you know, I like your work and I want to check out some of your stuff too. Um, you know, it was kind of a cool uh, experience. And then, you know, major shout out to my, my cousin Andrea, who drove up from Connecticut, um, just hopped in a car, grabbed her three kids, uh, blessed them all and <laughs> drove up 300 miles for opening and wow. didn't tell me that she was coming, walked in. I kind of waved at her nonchalantly and then it clicked. Wait a minute. That's my cousin. <laughs> she doesn't live here. Yeah. And she drove 300 out, 300 miles, got here. You know, it's a, it's a five and a half hour ride. Got here, hung out for the whole show, got the kids back in the car and drove home that oh my night. God. Right. And so that was like the, I mean, that slingshot is wild. I've done it and it's not a fun ride, mm -hmm. but that was something that meant a lot to me. And, that was her first introduction to Rochester. You know, my mother-in-law coming in, my, my mom coming, my, my son, uh, you know, who everyone knows, the fry guy handing out those hugs on opening night. <laughs> uh, you know, and then I spent several Saturdays with Mr. Shepard, who, you know, opens up his gallery space for other folks to come in. And, and he kind of give them, um, you know, some feedback and some things on their practice. And so every Saturday with Mr. Shepard, you know, he would share some reflection. Uh, mm -hmm. about, you know, what he saw on the walls and why it was important for me to be photographing the subject matter, which was like a broken TV or, yeah. uh, you know, a, a, a chair that, you know, had seen better days, but, you know, it was, it's part of Rochester. It's part of, you know, different um, quadrants of the city. So it wasn't just, you know, the Rochester that people always see, you know, High Falls or the skyline. So it, it was cool to share that experience with everyone. Um, you know, it's always great to share it with family, you know, for my wife to be born and raised here to come into that space and, and see something for the first time in a different way, but also for my cousin, for, you know, the, the alum of behind the glass folks that yeah. we've, you know, definitely poured into, you know, Rudy, big shout out, Rudy, Rudy, this is taking the second pictures, time, yeah. uh, taking photographs for me, um, for my opening. Right. And so like trusting someone saying, Hey, I can't take photos of the whole night and Rudy coming in and, and really capturing, you know, some important moments for me and, uh, you know, can't, you know, say thank yeah. you enough to him. Can we also shout out your wife and your family? Because the next day they were low key at adventure landing. Oh yeah. No doubt. <laughs> uh, I skipped it. Chasing. So it was, it was awesome. <laughs> they were out. Uh, she was out. I think they had a party the next yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom was in town. My sister came up, my niece. So it was nice that they, they had all, and my mom, you know, again, you know, there's no connection for her to Rochester. I'm not from Rochester, but, yeah. you know, she came, she looked at the pictures on the wall. She was intrigued. She wanted to understand why. Uh, but my mom has always been a, a major supporter of, of me. And, you know, when I told my mom I wanted to make movies, she was like, make movies. When I told my mom I wanted to, nice. you know, uh, right. She's like, right. And I'm going to take all the clippings and I want to know what you're writing about. Even though I don't know who these people are, I'm going to read the story. I'm going to look at the picture. I'm going to reach. I mean, my mom is like resharing posts on Facebook like moms do. Um, <laughs> but it was you know, kind of her saying, I don't always understand what you're doing. 
but I'm down to support. That's awesome. But there's a part of you in anything, even though it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a part of you that's in everything, mm-hmm. even though, you know, the picture is not you, but it's also part of you at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Which is a weird thing to work, move so your mind weird. around when you're doing writing and other stuff. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, man. This was, oh. I mean, it was a great event. Great turnout. And then you kept it going because then you had it open numerous times throughout the week and people yeah. were still dipping through. Yeah, which was nice. So it was, you know, the big event is always great. But also, you know, sometimes you come into that space and you don't really see everything and you're mm-hmm. kind of navigating around and where you're there. I only talk to you for five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And there were folks that came back, um, you know, again, to say, hey, I wanted, you know, I wanted a smaller group. And those smaller times where you know maybe two or three people show up maybe it was 10 people show up private show yeah, private show we did yeah. a private show with the yeah. folks from flower city nice. uh, they brought their whole uh team over to, to check out the work um i've had you know done some stuff with flower city in the past so it was nice to to see them come out too well and that's that's what i did when uh and brought carrie my wife out yeah. to uh to go see it we wanted to go on a quieter day and you know and we got a chance to walk around and really sit with everything for a minute and nice got to see her perspective. And, you know, it's, it's been really great having, you know, getting her out to see yeah. what, what you guys are doing too. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always seeing somebody else's experience through it that changes the way you see it. Yeah. It was, it's, it's always interesting to, you know, everyone had a different interpretation of the show. Um, really for me, it was, I wanted to show, you know, the way I see Rochester in black and white but everyone had this like really cool experience. Like someone was like, I feel this sense of like, you know, eeriness or, or there's a sense of loneliness or there's a sense of joy in every one of these photos. Or there's a sense of everything means something because, um, you know, you're taking it. It's, it's, it's powerful. It's meaningful. It's, it's whatever. Um, but it was cool to see it from different, you know, you know, vantage points and hear people talk about that. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out to everyone's who, uh, who had a like mother come through that, you know, that was really cool. So like a friend of mine who I worked with down in DC, he's from, um, Rochester area. I didn't know he was from Rochester area, but his mom <laughs> is here. His mom came by and wanted to show love and, and see the go. photos. Um, you know, a, a handful of like, you know, moms like just came out to say, Hey, my son <laughs> or my daughter sent me and I wanted to see what you were working on. So that's that was kind of awesome. cool. That's how, that actually what's funny is, is when I had my ugly duck showing, I met uh, Jace's parents. Yeah, uh, at there they were like, "Hey, uh, Jace couldn't come, but yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I came in his place. I was like, "Okay, that was awesome. That's so great." Hey, rep- represent however you right. have to. And They're then, like, "Hey, I, I want to take." They were like, "I want to take a selfie with you. I got to send this to my son." Exactly and I was what like, they did. I was and like, I was like, okay. "I'm taking all these selfies," and I was like, "This is kind of weird, but right. it was cool. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of love." And oh, then that's... to end to end it off, you uh, showed your support uh, to uh, the curator um, Eric, and how did you do that? You. Um, yeah, we did a, we did a, uh, you know, Eric's a big skateboard head. Yeah. Um, so we did a, I did a custom skateboard for him awesome. with the, oh, wow. um, the photo of art, you know, the feature photo, spread your light. Um, so it was kind of a cool one of Dope. one kind of piece to him. So, you know, we, I don't always like to sell pieces, but you know, we, we sold, um, pieces, but I wanted him to have something that wasn't on the wall that right. wasn't. Uh, something that anyone else could have and so mm-hmm. he's got this one of one uh skateboard which is kind of cool legit uh, i love that but that's you know that's that moment that somebody's gonna have yeah. sitting you know sitting in their house or otherwise um and you know it's the people who've spent the time that helped you with when you're really working through something special um 
That's awesome. Yeah, this is, yeah, th- this is the kind of thing that we're hoping to do with these with these bites uh, with these shorter, um, you know, beyond the glass episodes is really dive into these experiences and you know have both Richard and Quaje talk through these things and you know get Rudy in here and get Eric in here <laughs> and talk through. You know, we'd love to have the you know the gallery curator as well and bring him in yeah. and talk through that stuff. So sure. um, yeah, I think let's let's close this one out, guys. Um, and uh, you know. We'll have these uh, hopefully coming uh, once a month right now and then work through it. Uh, keep on growing the uh, Beyond the Glass community <laughs> it's here funny in town. I bet you when we do the next episode of uh, Behind the Glass, we'll be like Beyond the Glass. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah it has, it has sure. a nice ring to it. So. Yeah, it feels good. For, yeah, real, for sure. No, it feels it. good. And uh, I'm excited to uh, keep on recording you, uh, recording these with you guys. Uh, but let's close out. We'll do our uh, Lunchador outro. And we'll be back next time with more Beyond the Glass. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. <laughs>